listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Tuesday the 23rd of November. This is Recap made for you by Sharesies. And if you didn't know, Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. And here's the financial disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Alice. Hey, Jose. How are you today on this fine Tuesday afternoon? I'm doing very well because it's also fine here in Auckland where I'm currently situated. That's good. Have you been outside today? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just you know, getting stuff done, trying to get stuff done before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. But um, but your freedoms are, you know, that much closer now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all, once we move to that red light system and all that and they open up for Christmas. Cannot wait, as I'm sure many people in Auckland and around the country uh, are the same. Um, speaking of Christmas, of course, um, actually there's a bit of a milestone coming up for recap. There is. I was actually counting the number of episodes that we have recorded for recap today. And what did I say before? We've now hit 89 episodes. Yes, we have. We have. So Which this... basically means that a celebration is in store for our 100th episode. Yeah. So I went back and forth on this because my, my, my maths is not that great. But our 100th episode will be on the 7th of December. It's a Tuesday. We'll have a couple of special things sorted out. Can't wait. But we should get into it. So... Let's start off by chatting about something that happened on the New Zealand Stock Exchange yesterday. Absolutely, Alice. Now, what was that? Well, a new player entered the scene. Uh, a company called Trade Window made its debut on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. Interesting. So please tell us about Trade Window. Yeah, so they are an early stage software company that provides solutions for exporters, importers, freight forwarding companies and customs brokers. So they use data and blockchain technology to digitalize and streamline the sharing of information and documents uh, in supply chains. Yeah, we actually spoke to Trade Window on our Sharesies Lunch Money podcast a few weeks ago, just before they went public. Well, actually, not just before, I should say, uh, a little while before they went public. Yeah, that's right. And you actually hosted that one, uh, Jose, but but I just listened in and I thought that Andrew, who is Trade Window's Chief Operating Officer, uh, did a great job at explaining who Trade Window are and what they do. Absolutely, he did do a great job and I'll put that link uh, to that episode in the description. Yeah, and that's uh, not the only place where you can learn more about the company. There's lots of information that Trade Windows had to supply uh, as part of becoming a publicly listed company, uh, which you can find on the NZX website or um, Trade Windows website, including things like their financials uh, and other things like that. Yep. So tell me more about the listing. What happened there? Yeah, well, as Dan Bruskell from Business Desk pointed out, uh, is the first early stage tech company to list exclusively on the New Zealand Stock Exchange in around about seven years. Uh, and it's the first tech company since Harmony listed last year. Uh, now, now, Trade Window went public via a direct listing, which is a different way to take a company public than the more traditional method of an initial public offering or IPO. Right. So how does a direct listing work compared to an IPO? 
That's a good question. Uh, so here, Trade Window didn't issue any new shares or raise any money through the listing process, uh, which is common with an IPO. Instead, what happens in a direct listing is that some of the existing shareholders need to sell some of their shares for people to, to be able to buy them through the exchange. Uh, and then after that, the company trades on the exchange like any other company. Why didn't Trade Window raise any money through the listing process? And if it wasn't to raise money, then why did Trade Window go public? That is a good question. Uh, well, raising capital wasn't the primary motivator for Trade Window, uh, as Andrew in our Lunch Money episode explained. We may raise uh, capital in the future, but we, we've got enough capital right now to uh, fuel our growth. Primary motivator for listing for us, it's about establishing trust and credibility with the market and our key stakeholders. Okay, so Trade Window went public yesterday. What happened after that? Well, the shares on Trade Window were listed initially for $0.92 cents per share, uh, which implied a market capitalization of around $79 million. From there, though, demand for Trade Window shares pushed the price up about 85% to close the day at $1.70 per share. Uh, and then today, the price has gone even higher. Um, at the time of recording, Trade Window's share price was sitting at about $2.15 per share, giving the company a market cap of about $185 million. Great. Thank you very much, Alice. All right, here's a fact for you, Jose. The residential aged care industry in New Zealand generated $3.7 billion in revenue in 2021. Uh, amazing, eh? And it's something like $20 billion in Australia. But don't worry if you're listening and thinking you've accidentally downloaded an aged care podcast. You haven't, I can assure you of that. We're bringing up those figures because this morning Avita Group issued their half-year results. Great. So before we get into the numbers, uh, can you tell us a bit more about Aveda? So Aveda operates, as you can probably guess, a retirement villages as well as aged care facilities. They've got 38 operations throughout New Zealand. They're listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange and they have a market capitalisation of $1.3 billion. And what were the details of their results today? Right, so this is for the six months ending September 30th. Net profit was up on the same period last year. They reported 75.5 million versus 41.8 million. The same was true for revenue, which was up 94 million from 86 million. Uh, their underlying profit was 26.6 million compared to 20.5. Now, underlying profit, by the way, uh, that's something we've we've talked about before in recap. But just to let you know, is a separate internal measurement companies sometimes provide, and it's designed to give uh, investors a picture of a company's profit by stripping away one-off costs or unusual expenses that don't reflect the kind of day-to-day -day regular running of the company's operations. Cool, thanks for that explainer. Uh, so did Arveda indicate what was behind those numbers? Yes, they pointed to increase in sales of occupation rights, as we've noted before on Recap, in retirement villages and similar facilities, you don't actually buy a flat or unit, what you actually buy is a right to occupy a unit. So Arveda said their sales increased by 74% from last year. They sold 253 units and uh, they garnered earnings from that uh, in the area of $23.3 million. They also benefited from the revaluation of their properties. The total value of the company's assets were increased by $312 million to $2.3 billion. Okay, and was there anything about the impact of COVID on their operations? I mean, the pandemic is rightly of major concern for the sector. 
Yeah, they indicated that they had prioritised the health and safety of their workforce and their clients. Uh, that had contributed to a rise in employee costs from 51.6 million to 55.5 million. Now that included bonus payments and also the increasing uh, of roster coverage. But also in the mix, they pointed to was increasing inflation pressures and the competitive labour market. For our last story today, I thought we'd pop over to the US where Zoom have released their latest quarterly earnings. And of course, Zoom uh, obviously being the video communication platform that we've all spent far too much time on since the start of the pandemic last year. Absolutely. And for that, Zoom saw huge growth in their platform last year. Uh, Their number of users climbed by the millions as people shifted to remote working, remote learning and remote socialising even. And their share price reached the benefits too. At the start of 2020, Zoom's share price was around $67 per share and that increased to a peak of around $559 in October last year. Right. So let's get into these results. Uh, Well, these results were for Zoom's third quarter ending in October. The company beat expectations, although did warn that revenue growth is starting to slow now that that the pandemic is seemingly coming to an end. Right, so run me through those numbers. So revenue came in at 1.05 billion US dollars, which was greater than the 1.02 billion analysts were expecting. And this is a 35% increase from this time a year ago, uh, but was lower than the 54% growth that the company had in the previous quarter. Now, this was actually the slowest revenue growth that uh, Zoom has reported since at least 2018, uh, which was before they became a publicly listed company. And how about Zoom's earnings? Yeah, so earnings came in uh, with a net profit of $340 million, which was 71% higher than a year ago. Now, that's equivalent to $1.11 per share um, adjusted, which was higher than the $1.09 per share analysts were expecting. So how has Zoom's share price been responding to the slowing growth, Um, albeit the the company still growing their revenues and profits? Yeah, well, the share price has fallen from its peak in October last year. Uh, it's been trending downwards and recently been around like the mid $200 range. Um, currently, it's sitting at $242 per share. And did Zoom say much about the quarter ahead? Yeah, they said that looking forward, um, they expect to close the year with around $4.08 billion in total revenue, representing approximately uh, 54% growth year over year. Um, Zoom also said that they believe their global brand, innovative technologies and large customer base position them well for the future. Great, thanks very much, Alice. And that means it's the end of Recap for you another day. You've been listening to Recap for the 23rd of November. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz. Um, you can also leave a voice message. Uh, there's a link to that in the episode description. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening, guys. See you tomorrow. Matewa.